Hello, Husky fans. Welcome to Sports Illustrated's Husky Maven channel. This is On Second Thought, and I am Kayla Olin, and with me is always Mike Martin. Mike, how are you? I'm doing all right, and it's, it's apropos that we call this On Second Thought because we're both thinking, Hunter Bryant, what round is he going to be going in? And now we're like, On Second Thought. <laughs> the NFL had different plans than we had. That literally went through my mind. I was like, on second thought, well. <laughs> How, where, where were these guys? I mean, Trey Adams, a prototypical NFL guy. Um, you know, the guy that's big guy that you want on the blind side. You know, just on second thought, maybe his 40 time was uh, a bigger red flag. I had such a bad joke after Savon and Hunter didn't get drafted. We're going to get to that. But I was just like, they're probably thinking on second thought. But, I mean, that's a really bad joke. <laughs> I should have stayed at UW for next year. But spe speaking that's of – That's true. Exactly. Jacob Eason did get paid as well as Nick Harris. Jacob Eason going 122nd overall in the fourth round to the Indianapolis Colts. Nick Harris went fifth round, 160th overall to the Cleveland Browns. Hunter Bryant going as an undrafted free agent to the Lions. Savon to the 49ers. Benning Potowai to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where he will join Vita Vea. That's going to be a great duo to watch for. Miles Bryant to the Patriots. Trey Adams to the Bills. And Jared Hilbers to the New York Jets. Wow. I tell you what. To be honest, the one that surprises me the most is Jared Hilbers. Um, did we – I don't we remember. Talk, we didn't talk about him. I thought. We, didn't, we didn't talk about him, but I don't even remember. Did he play this year? I'm trying to think of who the starters were. It's been so long. Right? It has – that's honestly another thing is it has been so long, and I think a perfect reason, and you kind of touched on it in the article that you just did on this disastrous draft day, is that – there was no pro day. And so maybe we'd be thinking a little bit differently if we had gotten to go to one and see one. And yeah. everything like that, but there wasn't. So us Husky fans forgot about him. You can't really be surprised if NFL scouts forget about him too. Yeah. It, it, the, the, I think in order of pick, I think everybody thought first one off the board for Washington was going to be Hunter Bryant. Correct me if I'm wrong. I definitely don't disagree with you at all. I knew Jacob Eason was going to go. There was going to be no doubt about that. But I thought Hunter Bryant might have gone before him. But I'll tell you what, what a great situation for Jacob Eason to go into. There's going to be absolutely no pressure on him. He's going to have a chance to learn the ropes from a guy that is pretty much, he's old enough to be Eason's dad. Um, I think he's, it's related, like... <laughs> bloodline like that not actually but like you yeah. mentioned enough that he will be retiring very soon yeah so so he's going to be there learning from and help me with the name because it's skipping my brain right now from philip rivers yes philip rivers he's going to be able to learn from philip rivers because it, it's rivers ability to anticipate plays it's river rivers ability to not uh, throw a fastball uh, five yards away from him. 
It's going to be avoiding the rush and understand where the pressure is coming from. It's really a great situation, I think, for Jacob Eason. I wrote a story about it, but I, I really think that for him, this is best case scenario. And just bluntly honest, he's going to want to have to learn from Philip Rivers. He's going to want to have to learn in that Indianapolis system and really make those must needed adjustments if he wants to then take over Philip Rivers' spot or, you know, come preseason, they're not going to play Philip Rivers in the preseason. If there is a preseason, Philip Rivers is too old. He's going to get hurt. So that's going to be Jacob Eason's chance to really show that, yeah, he can learn and can improve and play at this level after Philip Rivers goes. Yeah, because there aren't a whole lot of um, of um, Russell um, – man, why am I drawing blanks on these names today? I got you. Just name the team. I, I got the you. Seahawks. Russell Wilson. Russell I am, Wilson. I am so glad I'm not you right now from all of these people listening. I've been writing so many names. Uh, but, you know, Russell Wilson came and started immediately. And, you know, there aren't a whole lot of guys that can do that. And a lot of what Wilson could do was he could escape that pressure with his legs. Eason isn't a guy that's going to escape a lot of pressure. But Russell Wilson could also make any throw in the book. You see where there's a, a linebacker and you, you see where the, the difference in the throw is Russell will take, take something off and the throw will kind of loop over the linebacker. I've seen Jacob Eason try to fire it through the linebacker. And, and, and that is what he's going to have the opportunity to learn from, from, from Philip Rivers. But I like what you said about Benning Potoahi going down there to Tampa to be with the Vita Vea. Um, it, that's going to be something that I think when he, we talked about it, get him into a team, into a defense where they say, we want you to be a 275-pound rush end not a tweener rush in, drop back into coverage uh, sometimes, uh, and, and then uh, stop the run. When that, when somebody gets him to where they can say, we need your motor, we need your energy, we need you to do this one thing and do it exceedingly well, I think he can find that at camp because I like the way they have that defense set up. And what better way than to really motivate somebody to work super hard on the practice squad to hopefully try and make that 53-man roster than to be on a team whose Super Bowl odds skyrocketed after Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski have now been added to that list of names for the Buccaneers. So you have that motivation. You have the motivation of doubters and not being drafted. You have that motivation of being right there with you. Hey, I got you. We're both dogs. And then who knows? Maybe Benning Kutuai can be catching some touchdowns like Vitavea did. And speaking of somebody with a whole lot to prove, uh, Miles Bryant. Uh, we talked about Hunter Bryant as uh, undrafted free agent. On the other end of the spectrum is Miles Bryant. And I'm sure you saw his tweet uh, where he was walk-on to undrafted free agent. And he said, you know, this is just going to be the, uh, just a bigger chip on my shoulder like there's always been. Yeah, he was kind of just like, that's how the story's going to go. And I think, I mean, I would have loved to see him get drafted, but wouldn't that be the perfect story? Somebody who 
was a walk-on, didn't get an offer, you know, from Washington, ended on a scholarship, and now an undrafted free agent, who knows what he could be doing in the NFL, and I'm so glad that he's getting the opportunity with the Patriots, and I think he's going to do well. He can't really, and you I would say I, I really think... let his talkers get to him, because his size is a factor, let's be honest, against an NFL level with much taller receivers, but he did fine at Washington, he'll do fine with the Patriots. And if there's one coach that likes guys that that can go out there and just straight ball, we've seen Belichick do it with a lot of different players. And I, I think for a situation for a guy like Miles Bryant, what better guy than Bill Belichick to kind of bring him into the league? I mean, it's two different sides of the spectrum, like you said, but Tom Brady was one of them. Tom Brady wasn't a first-round draft pick, and here he is, the best quarterback in the NFL, and Bill Bill Belichick helped develop that. Yep. Okay. Um, One one guy, uh, pick one guy who was your biggest surprise and uh, your other one that was least surprising. My biggest surprise was Hunter not being drafted. Um, I'm actually very surprised he ended up with the Lions. I don't feel like the Lions run the best passing offensive system um, just with their new offensive coordinator. But, you know, who knows? We'll see. Maybe that new offensive coordinator wants to do a little bit more of Hunter Bryant type things. Um, So that one's a little bit surprising for me, as well as just not getting drafted. But like we mentioned, we, we'll definitely talk about that a little bit more. And then my biggest. Actually, non- I want I want to I want to go with uh, your your sleeper pick. Who got uh, the biggest gem? The Cleveland Browns did with Nick Harris. When Nick Harris was available, and we were coming up in Dallas Cowboys because I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, was coming up on their pick. I was like, they need a center. They need a center. Travis Frederick is gone. He's retired. We need a center. We need a center. Nick Harris is on the board. And sure enough, he went like three or four picks later. And I was like, no. And we took a center that same round, too. So Cleveland uh, well, wants to move him around a little bit to maybe a guard position because he has such quick feet. So that's definitely, I think, something that Cleveland Brown fans are going to love. Uh, for me, I think Trey Adams because he has that size. And I, I think he's just one of those guys who was really hurt by the coronavirus. Um, he's my biggest surprise. My biggest sleeper is uh, Savon Ahmed at, at San Francisco because I think that when he gets into a system that knows how to uh, get speed out of guys, San Francisco can do that. And I think that that is going to be uh, a, a diamond that isn't really in the rough. He just had a bad uh, NFL combine and the 49ers were able to capitalize on that. See, I think he could have been, I think he would have done really well at Green Bay just because when people play against Aaron Rodgers, they kind of tend to worry about more of the passing side of the offense instead of more about the rushing, which is where I think he could have really excelled to show his speed, his versatility, his a, his ability to catch and run, you know, those type of routes were definitely more his wheelhouse, but I think he's going to be great for the 49ers as well. And then yeah. your biggest surprise. 
my biggest surprise, um, like you. He's um, a big thing. Yeah, not surprised about. Uh, you know, for me, I guess I'm going to go with Nick Harris as well. It's because what a great story to go just ahead of a walk-on. I mean, he was, you know, an afterthought. He was Luke Wattenberg's plus one when he came up for the visit. And to go there and get drafted in the fifth round, you know, it, what a great story. He's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And I hope somebody on the other side of the ball tries to knock him and we can see him again. I love so I just like to go and read through the reader board comments and discussions after Huskies go to a certain team, especially after they get drafted. Everybody's just like, I love him. I love him. It's like, yes, you already love him. Just give him, just give him a chance to get shoved a little bit <laughs> before a snap and he'll give you some awesome dance moves. <laughs> and overall, this draft was a disaster. You touched on it in your article, but what is the reason the Huskies had such a bad call? That's a bad draft. I, I tell you what, um, I, I really, I, I, it comes down to their NFL combine and that they did not have a pro day. I think that it was a, a disaster for them because of that, because I think that Savon is a, able to run a 4-3-2 and when the 49ers put some pads on the guy and they see what he can do when they see what Hunter Bryant can do uh, when all these teams can see that Trey Adams is actually pretty durable despite having uh, two pretty good injuries um, I, I think that there were question marks but I think that I think that most of those things can be answered. And that's why they have the undrafted free agent program now. And kind of like you mentioned, that slowness, not having that pro day. We always ask the question, you and I've discussed it, how much did not having a pro day hurt the dogs? And we just got our answer because it, it was disastrous for sure. But I did see a tweet where it's kind of like, look on the bright side. The last time the Huskies only had two people drafted, it was the draft of 2016. And what happened in 2016? The dogs went on to play in the college football playoffs. So Ooh. is that a light at the end of the tunnel? Who knows? But Mike, any final thoughts on this draft before we really wrap up it? It's going to be fun to watch uh, this offseason for for what happens with with those guys i think that of the nine guys that are right now undrafted free agents um i think joel whitford will latch on somewhere i think that with with those 10 guys i think six or seven will be on rosters and who knows, if you're really not on a certain roster, you can always be a practice squad. You kind of saw LaVon Coleman go through the practice squad system with the Texans, the Packers, the Seahawks, was in the XFL until, you know, we know what happened with that. But there's so many opportunities now. XFL is even hoping to get back. So if that doesn't work out, you can always try and look for them in the XFL as well. Maybe even the college football program, kind of how Keith Price went through that. 
So it's definitely not the end of the road there. And I can't wait to see either. And I can't, you and I should definitely do like a recap towards the season on where are they now to really see how much they grew and developed. So I like, and that wraps up this week's episode of On Second Thought, talking about that disaster strapped. Again, don't forget to go and check out Mike's article. He really broke down what he thinks kind of went wrong with what he thought went wrong with the draft. You know, what's the reason? And you should definitely make your own conclusion. That's kind of what he wrote that story to be about. And it kind of made me think a little bit more. So don't forget to check out si.com slash college slash Washington. You can find that article and tons of other great ones there. And until next time, I'm Kale Olin. He's Mike Martin. Go dogs. Go dogs.